Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I think I've, I've probably upset everyone in the last four minutes. <laughs> yeah, you really... What you've done is you said, I don't... I don't want to fight for my country. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I also think that your great-grandparents who did were probably uh, racists and homophobes. <laughs> no. Oh, or rapists and homophobes. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Also, what if we let Putin in? That might be cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, also, you're not... What is my country? Because you're in it. <laughs> yeah, yes. Also, I hate immigrants. So, yeah, that's everyone done, isn't it? It's nationalists hate me now. The left-wing people think I'm racist. And uh, buy the car. Red and Bobby. Okay, welcome to the Year Is Podcast, the podcast where every episode we go back to a year in history. We talk about the weirdest, the most interesting, the strangest things from that year. I'm Bobby Mayer. This is my co-host, Red Richardson, who was late yet again. Yeah. I know. I was... You just said, yeah. Like, this yeah, is, I'm no, late no, every Not week. yet again, but this is a... <clears throat> this sounds like an... Ex- this isn't the reason I was late, but this did happen. I was walking through the park which we talked about before, rat infestation. Okay. It's actually been reported on the news. I think I've said this as well. But anyway, um, there was a lady saying, she said, excuse me, and I thought she was just mad. Mm-hmm. But she was in a wheelchair. She said, excuse me, can you push me to the dry? So she and... was on the grass. No, she was under a tree on the, so there's a concrete path. Okay. And so I don't, I, I ended up pushing her across the road and underneath the thing. How did she get there if she can't push? That's what I wanted to know. But I had to do it. You can't just go, well, how did you get here? <laughs> but I pushed her. And I thought she just said, like, she was stuck, so I just have to push her out of that bit. And then she went all the way across the road. I went, oh, my God. Whoa, okay, you know. Did you get to know you her? You don't ask for much. No, not at all. Pushed her. A glass bottle fell out of her wheelchair, so I just stopped and picked that up, give it back to her. But I thought, given, you know, my run-in with the blind a week ago. I, <laughs> I, I, had, to, I had to help yeah, out. Yeah, you owe. <laughs> yeah. You owe the disabled community mm. a lot right now. That won't be happening every day. <laughs> well, so what, next time she asks, you'll I'm say... I'm just going to go, no. You've, you've, you've had fool me one. Well, not fool me. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's fool you if at the end of it mm. she just stands up and walks away. Oh, yeah, that would be. But no, I just sort of... She was in the pissing rain. I couldn't leave oh, her. Oh, Yeah. But it was like, <clears throat> she said, can you put, and I went, oh, across the, we're crossing a road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a bit more than just a push, isn't it? Uh, and I was late here, so I was quite conscious of that. That's why you were late, though. No, that's not, I still would have been. A, the thing is, 
that that would have been a great lie. I know. Why, why are you now saying that's not why I was like? Because it, it sounds like such a lie, and it like it is a lie. Like I would have still been ten minutes late. I think, but I added three did minutes. Did she invite you in for a tea? No, because it wasn't even a house. I was just pushing her to under a shelter. Okay, that's so bleak. Yeah, it's not. That's not good, is it? Did you say like, "Are you okay?" I said, "Are you okay? Everything all right?" Do you and have somewhere said, to go? Did she have somewhere to go home? No, I didn't ask that. I, <laughs> I just said, "Are you okay?" And she said, "Yeah." Cool. Well, I could have brought her here, Bobby. That would have. We we don't have a guest. We haven't had a guest. <laughs> we haven't had a guest in a while. <laughs> we we need it. Well, the gig is we. If anyone's wondering, where are the guests? Mm. One of our cameras broke, so we're getting the camera repaired. So we thought we're just going to do a couple weeks, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Once we have the third camera back, the third ge- the guest will appear. And boy, again. do we have some hot guests lined up. Really? TV stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Award nominees. Yeah. We, uh, I don't know if you've heard of, uh... well, I don't want to even say the name. No, it's too big. It's too big. It would have been interesting, but she I might have had a really bad, like, dark backstory. I can, I can hint at the guests though. I've lined up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Have you watched ever watched Coronation Street? No. Okay, she's not on that. Okay. Have you ever seen? Um, have you ever seen, like, Dateline? No. <clears throat> NBC. No. Okay. You ever see that show to catch a predator? Oh, I've, seen, I've seen to catch a predator. Okay, there was an episode where there was a woman mm-hmm. who was caught on to catch a predator <laughs> by Chris Hansen. And we're getting her on here. That's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our guest. Yeah, we've got some bigger names than that, don't we? <laughs> have you seen the Russell Howard Hour? Yeah, yeah. We have people who've watched the Russell no, Howard we got, Hour we got, coming we, up. We've, we've had Rosie Holt on, and she's on that show. Is she on that? I don't yeah, know she's. She on, is. She is. Like doing stand-up? No, she does like her character. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. You don't want for for nothing on this pod, because we bring the goods. You don't want for nothing. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> Bobby, you've been working out? Yeah. Yeah, very big now. Strong boy. Yeah, I mean, for people who just listen, you might, might I've been doing two weeks of push-ups and sit-ups. And I haven't, I didn't talk about it before now because nobody likes to hear from somebody who's just more athletic than they are. Yeah, yeah. Do you find it intimidating? No, because I'm used to it. But I'm sure if you just walked into the room, unsuspecting. But can you see a difference? Yeah, no, you, you got little bumps on your arms. No, right? not little bumps. <laughs> Big bumps. No, you do. Look. A little swole. <laughs> That's good. Big arms. Yeah. Big boy. Looking very good. Thank you. Looking very good. Are we ready? Ready for what, Red? To go back to 1939. This is your year. Mm-hmm. You've researched I've it. I've done the research. Big I, year. A lot happened, apparently. It was, yeah. Uh, research was kind of tricky. But no, a few things happened. Um, Enzo Ferrari founds the Auto Avio construction the company that becomes ferrari in 1947 so that was founded in 1939 the ferrari now experts of history will know that big things happened in 39 even bigger than the ferrari being launched there was a war you know what war it was bobby no the second world war (laughs) imagine designing a ferrari and then a war hits how bad, like, you know, it's like 1939, you go, this is the new supercar. 
luxury supercar, two doors. Who wants one? Everyone's like, oh, that looks, oh, no, my house is bombed. I'm sorry. The factory that you were going to build your luxury cars in is now <laughs> making tanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's now a concentration camp. You know, it's not good. And like, yeah, you're there trying to flog your fucking expensive two-door. Not to 60 in 1.2 seconds, whatever, bollocks. People are like, hey, man, I, I, I don't have my family or a house. Can you stop trying to sell me this bright red luxury supercar? <laughs> when I was a kid, though, Ferrari, that was like, I don't, that was like the, the beacon of wealth in my childhood. I think it still is. Like, you'd, you'd remember when you saw a Ferrari. Yeah. Like, you know, you'd just be, because uh, I grew up in a small town, so you'd be in, like, in the city and someone would be at the lights and then like, yeah. Slam on the gas and like it's speed the super, through super the intersection, one. and they're like, like, but is a Ferrari that exp- How I think they're like one hundred and sixty grand. They're for a they're, new Ferrari, yeah. But like, but, so yeah, it's Anybody, fucking expensive. And whenever it's like that thing, wherever whenever somebody's driving a like a new sports car, mm. and then they just like slam on the gas and are speeding through a city, you got to think. You're a fucking loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's a kind of real statement to everyone around you. You are a basic loser. And the thing is, you go, right, people are fleeing war zones. Do you want to buy a Ferrari? Um, uh, you can only fit you and one other member of your family in it, but it goes really fast. It's the last thing anyone needed at that point. Yeah. People are on rations. Can you imagine your world is, your country is at war? And you're cruising around in a Ferrari. So where did Ferrari start, though? Italy. Italy. Mm. Enzo Ferrari. It's the most Italian car possible. But they, they, it is, you do, when you see one, you always stop, you know? You always go, oh, Ferrari, dick. Who, or you go, who's in there? I wonder who's yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a Porsche, you go, someone wishes they had a Ferrari. It's like, the, <laughs> it's like the only car where its existence is an advertisement for it. Yeah, yeah. Like every time people see one, you, it's a talking point. And you go, oh. And if you step out of one, they go, right, that guy's involved in something. He's rich. He's successful. Or he stole a car. <laughs> yeah, or he stole a car. But I don't think you can steal a Ferrari because everyone will know, you know. Have you seen a Ferrari go up here? You can steal it, but then like just uh, maybe put it in a shed. Yeah, and just and pet it like a. Well, dog. you just go sit in it. Yeah, and smoke fags in it. And go. <laughs> if I own this, I would be cruising it so fast. Just treating a Ferrari like it's. Uh... I think living in a Ferrari is mm. funny. Like yeah, the idea mm. of somebody who bought a Ferrari and then you know, high flying time, and then cut to a year later, and they're sleeping in a two door. Because it's the last thing they would. It's they the would only sell. thing they own. Yeah, and you're like, can, and then you're like, can someone empty the shit bucket? <laughs> the Ferrari is starting to stink, and then you realize you're the only one in the Ferrari. Who are you talking to? Yeah, it's your. You're bucket. talking to that rat who's now your wife, and it's your shit. <laughs> it's your shit. Yeah, it's an '80s design, really. They should have waited, but no, it's done well. But. Like, in the 80s, you get it. You go, hey, you know what you guys need? You're all doing too much coke. You're all greedy. This is for you, a Ferrari. Yeah. It doesn't suit, <laughs> like, bombed-out cities, rationing, Holocaust, mass death, atom bombs. It's not really Ferrari culture, is it? No, the 50s, that's a bit more Ferrari. A bit more 60s, but then 60s is more about being sort of love and 80s. Escobar, open top, cocaine, 
Nanny's pregnant with your kid. Celebrating money. Strangle nanny with driving gloves. Hope no one finds out. Embezzlement. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's Ferrari culture. So, yeah, the, uh, the war hits. Enzo's fucked. Well, he waits, you know, waits seven years. Well, so what was this Enzo guy like? Um, he's the sort of guy, I think he, I think he liked red cars and stuff like that. <laughs> he, he was just Italian, you know. Like, like, <laughs> you're red, you just... No, he's a motor racing driver and entrepreneur. I'm joking, of course I know what he was. Um, yeah, and he like just loved to zoom around and be fast cars and stuff like that. He know? ate a lot of pasta and pizza. So, <laughs> pasta, and you go, hey, where's my Ferrari? You know, like that. Um, and he had a mustache. You know when you go to a pizza restaurant and there's a picture of a man on a menu? That's Enzo seat, Ferrari. That, that's Enzo Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he lived a good old age. He died, to, died at 90 in 1988, the decade he was built for. Yeah. Which I, is, you know, the I, 80s ended with him. Weirdly, though, that you, the le- like, even though he is the face of pizza, apparently, <laughs> apparently is the face of pizza. I have to say, mm-hmm. I can't imagine eating a pizza in a Ferrari. It seems like a real risk. No, that's why you go to Bella Pasta down the road. Oh, okay, <laughs> Bella. I like that. I like that he has a, a so he has a two hundred thousand dollar car, but then mm. he a, like a, a, a twelve dollar pasta meal. Yeah, like yes, he, he goes it's low end pasta, high end car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't spend your money on the food. <laughs> spend the money on the car. Yeah, that's his motto. It's all about the car. Does he have any other businesses he's ventured into? Loads of side businesses and stuff like, like, like Papa like John's. Um, <laughs> just other pizza, pizza yeah. and pasta. Um, Pavarotti is involved in Pavarotti. Wait, I isn't think. Pavarotti the opera singer? Yeah, yeah, Italian as well. Okay, so what? He funded the opera? Yeah. Mozzarella, you know about that? The cheese? Yeah, he was, he was involved in that. He was involved. <laughs> I think mozzarella cheese may have existed before the year 1939. <laughs> Well, agree to disagree. So he popularized it. Yeah. He's just Mario, basically, is what he is. <laughs> he's every... Uh, he's whatever you think of an Italian person. Yeah. That's what he's done. That's Enzo Ferrari. An Ferrari's. Italian cartoon from the, from the 90s. Okay. That's him. That's exactly what was he is. Was he like... What, what side was he on in the war? Uh, just a Ferrari side. I think he built the Ferrari and then Hitler and you're like, oh, no, but what about my car? Those were his exact words, apparently. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and um, I'm assuming, I don't want to look waves, because he's Italian, and Italy were famously on the wrong side in the war. They don't really talk about his politics. He, he had a lot of controversies in racing, but I don't know. Should I just Google, was Enzo Ferrari a Nazi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, not to me. Yeah. <laughs> it was Enzo Ferrari a Nazi. You ever have that where you Google something and no one's ever Googled it before and you think, I'm fucking dumb. Like, yeah, okay. if it hasn't even ever, no one's even ever had the thought. Mm, this isn't good. What? It might shock some to learn. Enzo Ferrari was a well-known member of the National Fashion Party. <laughs> aligning with Benito Mussolini and his totalitarian utopian vision. Ferrari even wore a full fascist uniform for certain occasions. <laughs> joining in parades and ceremonies for the whole community to see. One thing you got to say though, it's great when you um, you do your research, Red, because mm. you really it's it's good. We just spend ten minutes complimenting how cool a guy is, and mm. then you're and like, then you're, "Oh, he was a fascist. He was a bit of a Nazi." Um, but no, one in his defense, what I will say in his defense, what I will say is at that time, if you're in a country, you're a rich businessman, suddenly fascism there. <clears throat> 
you want to design this supercar. Yeah, right. Yes, having ideals is difficult. Nobody yes. is <laughs> nobody is saying it's not um, financially beneficial. He had a car for the world. For one for, percent for of the world, not even that. So point one percent. He wanted to give his his gift a point one uh, hefty price. And if you, if there's a leader in charges like this way, you go, all right, yeah, sure, I'll wear the thing. <laughs> Just let me make my car. Well, yeah, that that's selfish. Yeah, and then they're murdering people, and you're not saying anything because you want to make money. Yeah, that's bad. That is bad. <laughs> when you is that are you saying that's what you do, right? That's you, not good. You stand by a genocide just to profit from Look, it. If if a dictator took over this country and they said we're going to ban any podcast that doesn't say they like us, I go, we like you, and then just carry on. I don't know if you would. <laughs> Depends who they were. By the time we this comes out liz trust will be dead <laughs> i think she's gonna die I really she think... looks way she looks like <laughs> liz so... trust it looks like everyone's like oh she's like a deer in headlights it's, no no she's like a deer that got hit by a car and then stuffed and put made to look like a deer in headlights yeah yeah there is like a good chance this is like weekend at bernie's and liz trust died the day she became yeah. prime minister a deer's head that uh drunk Stag do groom has put on his face and is running around pretending oh, to be a person. But you know she now gets a hundred and fifteen grand a year for life. What just for being for having been prime minister? So she, we now pay her so a Boris lifelong is just salary. Killing it, forever grand a year when you're. Yeah, but he's already from... got like you know you watch the thing he was writing the Shakespeare book. Yeah, whilst he was prime minister. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's five hundred k. I'm not going to turn that down. It's like <laughs> you have to. Well, so who gives a fuck what Boris thinks about Shakespeare? <laughs> no one. <laughs> I want to. I'd love to see. Um, I'd love to see data on the people that bought his book. Mm. Oh, we know. Uh-huh. We know who they are. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, poor old Enzo had to wait eight years for his dream to really take off. <clears throat> well, yeah, I don't know about poor old Enzo. No, and it worked out for him in the end. <laughs> it did. Here's another sad case. Al Capone was released from Terminal Island. That's not a good place to be, is it? Due to his deteriorating health caused by syphilis. So he gets out. War starts. Luckily for him, US weren't involved until three years later. But he's now insane. And it's a mere what, like, fucking... I think he went to jail in, like, 33, but, you know, less than sort of a decade before he was an absolute king of... Think about Al Capone is it's so funny. He just spent years and years surrounded by guns, having guns, killing people, his friends mm. dying. Mm-hmm. And he's thinking, Oh man, guns are gonna get yep. me. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck this sex worker. Yeah, yeah, I'm so, so I stressed calm about the guns. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh then mm-hmm. guns were not the danger. Pussy was the danger, Al Capone. Killed him. The pussy killed Al Capone. Mm. Syphilis, because now people think of like syphilis as a joke because it can easily be treated. But back then, like, is it still about? I think you can get syphilis. Well, actually, but it's who so- told me someone they knew got syphilis recently? I heard it. Went, what? <laughs> Fucking serious? But- oh yeah. Oh, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Who You can't. Of course, you can't say. Yeah. yeah. Nobody <laughs> wants to be like, hey, yeah, I'm the face of. New- I'm the face of modern syphilis. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people think syphilis is dead. <laughs> well, not when you get fucked in as many alleys by as many strangers as me. Anybody can get syphilis. You just have to dig deep enough. I, But, like, syphilis used to take people's noses. Mm-hmm. 
Like your nose would fall off if you had it long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. nose, Reg. Mm. I, nose is a big part of a face. And it must have just, because obviously it didn't just one day you go, whoop. It's no, it's slow, slow. Like in the House of Dragon. Yeah. They took eight episodes to kill that guy. If you, you haven't seen You can't go it. into it. Red, don't spoil House of Dragon. Okay, but come on, catch up. This is a very to, to now pod. We're hot on the hot on the top. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. Um, so yeah, he comes out. He's uh, he was actually Tom Hardy did a movie about it, but him and this other gangster, um, Irish gangster, spent the last decade of their life thinking they were being hunted by the other one because they were both mentally ill, and neither of them were hunting each other. No, they're both mad. Like you know, both like shitting themselves and stuff. They should have put them in like a, a cell together. Mm. <laughs> they probably would have had way more in common. Yeah. But they were both like two babies by the end of it, you know, not not good. Yeah, so he comes out. War is kicking off. Now, here's what I found out: Mahatma Gandhi writes a personal letter to Hitler from India, addressing him as "my friend." Ooh. Well, the thing is, from where Gandhi was coming from, Gandhi was a nationalist. He wanted Indian independence. Mm-hmm. So the enemy of your enemy. Mm-hmm. Is your friend <clears throat> weird? His enemy, the British, and Churchill did famously steal millions and millions of tons of grain from India, starving India during the war. This was after that, but so it's not like Gandhi's fears were ill-founded. Mm-hmm. Aligning with the British during the war, obviously, it's not like they looked out for them. Well, you, it's not like you looked out for them. Yeah, no, Gandhi mm. knew. He was trying to stop the war, basically. Oh, and, okay, what did, oh, what did he say? <clears throat> he just said, he just, the reason he messed him was requesting him to prevent any possible war. Oh. But I just think it's funny that there's a letter where Gandhi calls Hitler my friend. Yeah, yeah. If that happened today, newspapers would jump on it. Of course, because everyone's in WhatsApp groups they don't want to be in, or yeah. have said stuff on WhatsApps. Yeah. This is different. This is even worse. This is a letter. Yeah. Written down. I uh, I feel like a couple of years later, he might have wrote another one. Said, I, I said, my friend, I, I should have started with just Hitler. Mm-hmm. I don't think of you as a yeah, friend yeah, any yeah. longer. Yeah. Friend was like just saying it. I didn't mean it. I would say, I mean, hey, my friend. But you say that sometimes like, my if friend, somebody's a bit aggressive on the street, right? Like if you're, well, let's say you're at a train station and somebody's like, hey, what are you doing? And you're hey, my friend, is some, are you okay? I've just worked out. In India, when I went, everyone on the street who's trying to sell you stuff goes, my friend, my friend. That's what he was doing. He was selling him peace. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. I do. <laughs> what? Just people see you and think, in India, and think Hitler. That's no, 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 that's not. I didn't have the tash back then either. Um, September 1st, the World War Two begins. Bollocks. you got to think of poor Enzo Ferrari at this point. I don't what know does if this we mean have to for him? Of someone who's allied himself <laughs> with murdering fascists, <laughs> who also started a pizza and, yeah. and passed a And jade. a two-door supercar. Yes, that showed people you were better than them. I don't. I don't think price. our main point of empathy during the Second World War has to be a, a, no. a rich fascist. But I do think we should bear him somewhere in mind. The back of our minds, the bottom. <laughs> Red Jody's Jewish. 
His family died in the war, I'm assuming. Let's get this man a Ferrari. <laughs> no, he doesn't want the fascist car to drive. Um, I don't know if... Oh, I presumably, because they, they came You're from... Dutch Jew, aren't you? Dutch Random and also Dutch. Polish. Oh, yeah. those were two bad spots. <laughs> yeah. Jody's ancestors ratted out Anne Frank. <laughs> That's his claim to fame. My ancestors are the one that called us that. There's actually a family living up there, if you're wondering. Imagine if he was a like, celebrity big brother for that. <laughs> his role was like the rat. <laughs> they should. They Runs should. The that's, a, that's a great idea. Um uh, a big celebrity big brother for oh of, for all of history. My granddad ran. No, <laughs> That's my claim. But he to, was nice to me. That's, my claim to fame. Take listen, a break front cover. Listen, okay, listen. The thing is, you can't blame him. Like, what was he? Was So he was kidnapped by the Nazis, and they said, you give someone else up, or we're going to hurt your family. No, no, he volunteered the information, actually. <laughs> he went into the police station and said, hey, guys. I, I I know you haven't been asking, but there's a family living up there, and I really think you should get them. That's what he said. Yeah, just being a good Samaritan. Yeah, just kind of runs yeah, yeah. good blood. citizen. The, the trusting the rule of law. E- Enzo would have been proud. <laughs> That's um, so. Oh, sorry, the fizz has just stung me. Ah. Uh, the thing is, my fridge and freezer are too cold. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes the I give you a, I gave you a drink, but it's actually like kind of icy. Yeah. It's just. I was like, earlier I had a, a smoothie, and you laughed when I when I yeah. was hunching over in pain That's because true. it was too cold. That is true. And oh, that killed. It was, it was freezing. <laughs> Do you put these in the freezer? Then? No, my fridge is on four degrees. I know it needs to be at six, but I haven't turned it up. My jaw now works. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, I've never, I've always thought, we always thought about, who was the last guy to get killed in World War Two? You know, that's the thing we've had before, conversation. Because mm. that would be shit, wouldn't it? Sorry, madam, your son was the last man to die in World War Two. I don't know if that's how they'd tell her. Mm. Like, <laughs> wait, what? Wait, my son's dead? Yeah. Oh, we should have started with that. Your son's dead. He was the last guy to die. Well, literally, it's over. It'd been over for like 20 minutes. I don't know if at the time they called it World War Two. Like, I don't think they felt like they were living in a bad sequel. I think they just called it The War, probably. I wonder. Yeah. No, you, 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 well, it is. It's the World War, isn't it? Yeah, they've had the first, but it didn't start as a world war. It just started as a war, and then became and then a world more war. And more Japan got involved. That was mental. What was that about? Mm. Well, I think uh... no need. <laughs> um... That's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, I that is. That I is. also <laughs> don't know enough about. I know loads, but it's not for this episode. We'll we'll keep. You it. don't know loads. Yeah, I do. Name five things you know. Yo sushi. Um... Red. That's like <laughs> that's borderline racism. <laughs> okay. No, but like with Enzo, I know a lot about about Japan. Okay. Was Enzo married? Yeah, of course he was. Loads of times. Who was he married to? Um, What was she called? I'm trying to remember her name. Princess Peach. (laughs) Oh, Jodie. No, that's just being xenophobic now. Who's Princess Peach? She's Mario's girlfriend. Mm. (laughs) 
That was a good joke from Jody. <laughs> that was a good joke. <laughs> Red says it like it's such a surprise. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> he was married to Laura. That's what Dominica Guerrero. Married until her death in 78. He had 12 years before he... Oh, he had no. He died in '88, right? He had a mistress as well, and had a son, Piero, with the mistress. Yeah, but like, if you invent the Ferrari and you don't have a mistress, who are you? You know, what yeah. are you really like? Come on, the Ferrari is for men who are cheating on their wives. Piero, yeah, Piero is currently the vice chairman of the Ferrari company with ten percent share ownership. Good work, Piero's mum. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's so true. Wait, <clears throat> so his mistress's son runs Ferrari? Yeah, well, he the son he had with Laura. God bless. God rest her soul. Had muscular dystrophy and died in 56. Okay. Which isn't the Ferrari way, is it? Um, <laughs> well. And uh, and so the mistress's son took over, which is more the Ferrari way. Yes. It makes the Ferrari way is it turns out my <laughs> mistress's kid was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And he's running the company now. Yeah. So that's that's just that. Um, yeah. So I do, I do know about him. Um, yeah. The first soldier to be killed was Corporal Thomas Preday, and he stood on a French mine. How annoying is that? Wait, so it's friendly fire? No. He just stood on a mine that they laid for... Where is he from? What country? Okay, British. So he's the first British soldier. Well, yes, but if a British soldier stepped on a French mine, they're on the same side. Yes, Bobby. So that's friendly fire. No, because the French laid mines for the Germans who took Germany. So there's going to be... It's a war zone. Yes, these are these are for the Germans, not for you. Yes, but if 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 a if a French mine kills a British soldier, that's that's friendly friendly fire. fire. Is when it's two sides shooting at each other and not realizing. Yeah, they've laid mines for the Germans. It's it's a fuck up. Is what it is. Okay, what's the definition of friendly fire, Jody? Go on, Jody. I I, I I can Google it. Let's see your Google head definition. first and then Google. No, we don't need so what's he, in your head. He, it's not going to be good. We, he died at the hands of uh, his friendly uh, weapons. Well, a friendly landmine? Yes. What, was it his friend? Was it? it yeah. So well, you, friend, go, you, it, go, you go to his mum and go, don't worry, his friend killed him. Yeah, that's what they said in the like, Iraq war, wasn't it? What, your friend? No, they yeah. Didn't. Yeah. So he's shot in the line of duty. Yeah, so the French were our friends. We died. He died at the hands of his of his friends' weapons and armory. So that's friendly fire. Mm, but they laid them for the Germans. Yeah, they did. But it's yeah, still friendly depends. fire. It doesn't yeah. matter why they laid them. <laughs> it's very different. But never mind. Go on. Friendly fire. Let's let's Google. Let's get the definition of friendly fire. Jody agrees with me already. It's already two against one. Mm-hmm. That this is friendly fire. Okay. So what if a man is walking along in Afghanistan? Uh, yep. Wait, is he an Afghani man or yeah, an American uh, man? Or no, what? he's an Afghani man. He's an Afghani. Is he's he a member of the Taliban? He, he, what? Is he a member of the member Taliban? Member of the Taliban. Okay, so... Um, yeah, and he steps on a fucking landmine that was laid 20 years ago. Is that friendly fire? Who laid the mine? The Taliban. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, resulting in the accidental death or injury. So what? what's the specific definition, Jody, of friendly fire? Uh, the firing of weapons from one's own forces or those of an ally, especially when resulting in the accidental death or injury of one's own personnel. 
Once you step on a mine, the mine fires at you. But the thing is, you're firing, so that the whole point of friendly fire is that you. Mm. This is a purposely laid thing. Friendly fire is when there's confusion as to who's who and yeah. So he didn't. There isn't confusion. There isn't confusion. They've laid stuff. The English are charging through to try and save the French, and uh, he steps on a mine. I want an inquisition into this. Actually, what would you call it? I call it. the French being um, a bit too uh, blasé with where they put their stuff because mines are dangerous. Corporal Thomas Preday, we're going to do... Uh, I don't know if any of his family members are alive. If you are, there might be some money for you. Wait, what? You could sue. Sue the French? Yeah, sue the French. I don't I don't think that's how, not how war works. But anyway... All I'm saying is he, everyone's like, fuck, we're at war, da da da. Because you remember the first six months of the war, everyone was like calling it the phony war and stuff because nothing was happening. Okay. And then he steps on a fucking mine, boom. And it's just like, right, I suppose we've began. And then the mother gets cool. Did you know your son was the first person to be killed in World War II? Again, at that point, I don't think they were probably calling it World War Two. No, no, that's not. They don't say they say it with the smile you have on your face. <laughs> it's like a game show host. Yeah, yeah. Dilla, 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 dilla. You're yeah. just a guy with white teeth in a nobody, suit. Nobody, nobody tells their kid that. Nobody tells the someone that their kid is dead with a trivia question. <laughs> Did you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Roosevelt, who in 1941 would probably label the conflict the Second World War, so. They did name it pretty quickly. It was yeah. the First World War. They didn't call the First World War. It was, that was the Great, the Great War. War, yeah. And then that became the first once mm-hmm. it had been established as a second. The Great Depression. <laughs> That's a funny name, isn't it? Well, guess what we're entering? The Second Depression. <laughs> the, the Bad Depression. Yeah. The Second Great Depression. Oh, it's hell. Even getting on a train today, it's the same. It's doubled in price as it was four years ago. Yeah. That's fucked. We need it. We're going to have a war, I think. Like, I have a feeling. I had a dream about war the other night, and I'm usually. I had a dream a few years ago that Russia invaded Ukraine. You did not have a dream I that did. Russia invaded Ukraine. I did, I did. And look what happened. Then I had a dream last night that we got a bomb, uh, that uh, we got bombed by U- uh, Russia. Imagine if Ukraine just bombed us just to mix up the narrative. That would that'd be a <laughs> twist. That'd be a real twist. That would be. Didn't expect that. <laughs> They use like their three planes to yeah. fly to the UK. Zelensky's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's doing well. Worried about what happens with that. When does Putin start getting too embarrassed and start. Do you know what I mean? Using nukes. Yeah. He won't. Chemical weapons. He knows. But the. The support. The, the, the public support for Ukraine, which was first there, it went from people going, I don't know enough about it, to. Uh, People going, why are we sending them money when we don't have... You know what I mean? So it's changed. I don't know, it, but I think in general... Mate, we had Ed Sheeran doing still. Zoom gigs. You know, everyone was behind it. <laughs> but all it takes is a few months. Yeah. No one fucking gives a shit. Yeah. Hollywood just gets behind it. And then it's they're hot. like, what's the new thing that Amy Schumer can care about? Anyway. <laughs> so that's just a bit of a weird trivia. Being the first guy to die, I don't know. But sorry. What was he like as a guy? Corporal Thomas Priday, fine. Um, Were you not, fine? He was. He was a bit. He, he was so fascist. Ferrari he wasn't the hardest inventor. working guy. 
Okay, why do you say that? Uh, I'm a bit lazy, like to sleep in. Red, his children might still be alive. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. He was a turf. He wasn't a turf. <laughs> I don't have a clue a turf about didn't exist. Unfortunately, Can you... he's not got his own Wikipedia page. His name is not in blue, so I know nothing <laughs> about him. And if your name's not in blue, then I'm sorry, but history's forgotten you. And I'm bringing you back. But that's all I can give you. I can't fucking give you a life story, Thomas. Uh, Corporal. That's good. Is that good? <laughs> Jody, what is that? Is that just yeah, normal? Yeah, that's a pretty good one, yeah. I've heard people going, shut up, Corporal. So people, they can still be told to shut up. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> How would you be in the army again? You think you'd be good still? Yeah, I think I'd be top, top. You like, said before you'd be a good soldier. No, I don't know. I think I'd be good for a day. and then No, it's fucking horrible. It's like the shittest thing ever. I think I desert. I go, you know, when I was thinking about it the other day, it's like, do you love your country? It's like, what do you mean? Like, I like people in it, you know? I can walk into a post office in fucking Devon and the biggest old bitch who's rude as hell. <laughs> biggest old Sam, bitch. Why do you want? I don't love her. I'm not going to die for her. I don't want to die for anyone on the tube. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I think if I'm sat in the mud and... You know, you've been shot in the head for trying to desert even before me. What? Excuse me? <laughs> and there's just rats no, I'd be a, crawling I'd... out of your eyes. And I remember when we used to just podcast. Uh, and I go, fuck this. <laughs> Tavos Putin. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? It's hard now. Like, I suppose we haven't been brought up to... Everyone's now like, we should all feel ashamed and embarrassed of who we are. And it's rubbed off. Have it. So wait, you want Putin... Just to give us a bit of national identity. <laughs> I just, it's a weird concept going, what is our country, you know? It doesn't yeah, feel like, disjointed. what do you know, like you're here. Wait, what? You're Canadian. Oh, wait. <laughs> Red's, Red's slowly turning into Enzo Ferrari. There's a reason he's like, wait, what is, wait, what is a country if, if, how can you have national identity with immigration? Because those people were born here. Actually, I think the way to get back to what Britain really was was no immigrants. <laughs> I just want to build my fucking one-door supercar yeah. in peace. Like, well, no, yeah. no. No, it's just weird. that the, the notion of, like, national pride is strange now. Do you not do you find that? I don't. Would yeah, you I'd die probably. for Canada? No. I mean, it just comes down to, like, would you risk dying to not have to live under uh, I would do that. I'd I die so people weren't put in camps. I'd die so people... I could think... vote in elections and stuff like that. That's the stuff I died for. Well, that's what. That's but, that also the reason these people died, that, right? That Munter from Newton Abbott Post Office. I no way. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe those thoughts went into your mind. Yeah, I bet that fucking bitch has just got feet up making a stupid <laughs> <laughs> while I'm dying for out here. You should, it would be really funny if your regiment was the people you hated the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In life. Yeah. The people you go to war just with. playing phone music in the trench. And then, and then at the end of it, you all have grudging respect for each other because you went through something together. Yeah. The thing is, though, as well, is in all the British films, all the English soldiers are just like, oh, no, no, don't worry, sir, I'll cover you. Everyone's posh. And, like, these, like, fucking fake cartoon English characters, you know? When you know there was, like, probably rapists, homophobia, for sure. <laughs> it's just a very... It's just funny what the movies we make about it. Well, you've got to ignore... You of can't... course you do, because it's Hitler we're fighting against. I think I've, I've just made... I've, I've been probably upset everyone in the last four minutes. <laughs> yeah, you really... <laughs> what you've done is you said, I don't... 
I don't want to fight for my country. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I also think that your great grandparents who did were probably uh, racists and homophobes. <laughs> no. Oh, or rapists and homophobes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Also, what if we let Putin in? That might be cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, also, you're not... What is my country? Because you're in it. <laughs> yeah, yes. Also, I hate immigrants. <laughs> so, yeah, that's everyone done, isn't it? It's nationalists hate me now. The left-wing people think I'm racist. And, uh, buy the car. It's coming out Buy the, 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 the Nazi car. <laughs> yeah. The fascist mobile. The one door. <laughs> that actually makes me think I'll never buy a Ferrari. Why? I would give a hundred grand to some company founded. Oh, by a shut up, mate! A hundred. I've, I've seen your Hugo Boss dressing gown. A hundred grand, though. I wouldn't buy a hundred grand car. Okay, but I don't really care. Like, who wasn't a fucking racist back then? No, not a mean? racist. A leading member of he the fascist wore the party. the uniform. We've a all leading, worn clothes we don't like. A Bobby. leading member of the fascist party who's who helped prop up Mussolini. I didn't say that. I just said he was seen from time to time wearing a fascist outfit. (laughs) (laughs) He might have been doing it ironically. Oh, yeah, like Prince He might have had his fingers crossed like that the whole time. Don't mean it. (laughs) Crossing my toes. (laughs) Did you ever do that as a kid? Uh, Dress up like a Nazi. (laughs) When you made a promise, you go, my toes were crossed. (laughs) I never never crossed my toes, no. No, I cross my fingers sometimes. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's just sort of... I think everyone feels a bit differently now. I I, I don't know if i Well, there's no war eminent for us. The war is now against uh, each other while we fight over scraps of bread we find in a dumpster. Yeah. I don't think people feel a love for each other in a way that they used to. I think we also remember the past very fondly. Who knows what it was actually like? Yeah. The writing of history is all just... It's just... You know they don't. Mm. They don't cover. No one's talking about the people who didn't really Turn want to the go to war and beat him to death with a rifle. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then gets... got on a boat, yeah. sailed to Vietnam, started a titty bar. Probably happened. No one's covering it. <laughs> <laughs> I like. The, I like the idea of making things up and saying that could have happened. But yeah. no one covered it. <laughs> the media. I love it on Twitter when you always see new history. The, 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 the media won't show you this, and it's like I've seen this fifty times today. It's always like. Do I see the media pretty quiet on the old Ukraine-Russia war? You're like, shut up. Like, yeah, yeah. People always say, why aren't they covering this? And it's like, I don't know. It just happened. And it's like, if the media aren't covering it, how do you know about it, idiot? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Would you fight? What we? I, I'm... No, we've talked about this. I would never mm. go to war. No. Jody? I'd, I'd love to do a boot camp and just like... I would love like... you to do a boot camp, Jody. <laughs> yeah. Again. Yeah. He might be great. Again. Jody, there is no way they'd let you in. You don't have a thyroid. They might let me. Well, you can sign up for a boot camp anyway. You don't have to go into the army to do a yeah. boot camp. <clears throat> you can do a week I, like I, Yeah, murder. I couldn't go to the army because I'd have to carry around a lifetime supply of thyroxin on me. Which yeah. is oh, lay really? Down my... Do you actually have to? Well, we I need to take it every day. Yeah, I have mentioned it, yeah. But no, I think it was This is my rifle. There are many others like it. But this one is different. Yeah, Jody. Because it is mine. Jody, the other soldiers would hold you down and beat you with bars of soap and a sock. And then you'd shoot your captain. Yeah, because I hit a jelly donut. (laughs) (laughs) They'd beat him. They'd beat him with the soap. Oh, no. Jody, it, you're not allowed to go. We don't. I don't want that happening to you. Jody becomes every character from history that we think. <laughs> I don't want that to happen at all. Um, okay. 
Hey, we have a new sponsor this week. It's uh, DBT UK. If you don't know what DBT is, it's a form of therapy that really helped my life. A few years ago, I had a complete mental breakdown. I was running around a fucking roundabout screaming. I was crying randomly. I was suicidal. I tried everything. And then I went and I did DBT and it changed my fucking life. It was originally developed for people with borderline personality disorder, but they figured out that it works for lots of people, anyone really that is struggling with emotional dysregulation. If you can't control your emotions and or your behaviors, this can really work for you. So I would really 100% recommend it. Um, like if you want to just message me and ask, if you're going through something, message me and I can tell you how it worked for me. Um, if you want to just email them, then uh, email info at dbt-uk.co.uk. And uh, if you mention the promo code year is, you will get half off on your initial assessment. It's a really worthwhile uh, form of therapy that I cannot recommend enough. The epic historical romance film Gone with the Wind, starring Vivian Lee, Clark Gable, loads of other people. Not going to read them all. <laughs> loads of other Premieres people. at the Grand Theatre in Atlanta. Based on Margaret Mitchell's best-selling novel of 1936, it's the longest American film made up to this date, at nearly four hours, and rapidly becomes the highest-grossing film up to this time. Massive movie. You've seen it? Not lately. No, years ago. You? I used to say so this. Is the reason I saw it throughout my life, being called Red, I'd go. My name's Red, and people would go, um, quite frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And I go, oh. I go, no, that's Rhett Butler. He's called Rhett. And they go, oh, and that would be the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the com- so one, you're an idiot. Two, you're not funny. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> you know? Yes. It's, that- a, it's a great litmus test for who you never want to speak yeah, to again. Yeah, yeah. Hey, wait, I've got it's one like when I say someone, I say, my, my name's Bobby, and they say, Barbie, and they laugh in my face. I think, we're never going to be friends. And if your name was Barbie, why would they be laughing Yeah, in your stop face? laughing at me. Yeah. I was about to go on at Top Secret the other day, and this guy was always one of the stuff guys there. Nice guy, but he's, I can't remember where he's from. He's like... The Romanian guy. Yeah, he barely talks to me. I was about to go on, and he goes, look at you, and he kept pointing my belly and going, yeah, cool. And he goes, you, look, look. And I'm like, yeah, awesome. And they're like, welcome to the stage. And he's like, just what was that? I was uh, I was just standing in the hallway at Top Secret waiting to go on. And uh, that same guy came up to me and said, you always look so sad. At your funeral, you'll be happy because you'll be dead. <laughs> so it's not just me. And I was like, what? what, what, what <laughs> why would you say that? Maybe he doesn't exist and we just see him. <laughs> and then he went up to another comic who was opening for somebody and he was like, was it hard opening for him because he has a fan base and you don't? Oh, <laughs> and I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ. I think he just says what he sees. He, he says exactly what he, he sees. Can't, he wouldn't drop it. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm about to go on. Good one. No, but he said, he said I, <laughs> I always look sad. <laughs> you'll be happy at your funeral. <laughs> I'm like, what? Because you'll be dead. I was like, I don't, I don't want to be dead. And now I'm having to defend wanting to be alive. Mm-hmm. To someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not good. Hurtful. This film. They had a premiere, obviously. Probably very bad if you look back at it. Um, set in the s- slave era. But they had a it's, a... it's a white romance in slavery times, you know? Can you tell me the story? 
have gone with wind because I feel like you're going to misremember it. I can't quite remember. There's a woman who's a bit of a tart called Scarlet. <laughs> uh, is she called Scarlet? Main character? Don't help him, Jody. What she happens? is in love with Rhett Butler, who I think is a... Un- Are they on the right side? I can't remember what side they're on. Either Union or Confederate. <clears throat> I think they're on the right side because it was made... Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made it. If the Confederates won that film, it would have been <laughs> even more horrible. No, I don't think it's horrible, but I just seem to remember it. It's like this love story against the backdrop of slavery, and now you kind of go, I don't really care, because like, <laughs> there's people who are slaves. Yeah. But at the time, it was very moving. Okay. But they did uh, the screening for it, and they didn't let any of the black actors into the screening, which is not good. No. So there you go. bit of history for you. Don't be racist. That should be your catchphrase in life. <laughs> there you go. Bit of history for you. That's why. <laughs> that that can be what catapults this podcast is yeah. a new catchphrase. There you go. A bit of history for you. <laughs> a man. A man. Tries to kill Hitler. George Elsa. Can you imagine? In 1939. Had he succeeded... Hitler, by the way, is celebrating the 16th anniversary of the Beer Hall Putsch, which it's such a lame... Because it was such a fuck-up, and he made such a fool of himself with the Beer Hall. It's like, you're celebrating the 16th anniversary of this absolute dud, you know? But that shows you the mark of the man. Loser. (laughs) Anyway, George Elsa tried to kill him. What was George Elsa like? Well, he was a turf, unfortunately. Okay. I found out recently. <laughs> he hated Hitler, but he had some very, very bad views on trans people. Um, so, um, yeah, he placed a bomb near the platform where Hitler was going to deliver a speech. Did not kill Hitler. Left earlier than expected, but killed eight people in 62 hours. The eight people were children. And they weren't. <laughs> Imagine that. You try and kill Hitler. He leaves, and then you just blow up a choir of kids. And now I say, "Well, listen, those kids weren't going to grow up to be yeah. Hitlers." Yeah, no, but age went. The thing is, they wouldn't have because they would have. They were probably seven. And now, for the third right choir, uh, Hitler's favorite singers and the, these little boys come on stage, and he's like, "Oh, fuck, 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 fuck," because even if they. The 1945 World War ends six years later, so eight. They wouldn't even been conscription age anyway. So he's really just killed innocent people. But he didn't actually kill he children. He didn't kill the children. He killed eight people. We won't go into them. If it's not in blue, I don't know you. That's the motto for this, That's the motto for this one. If it's... Yeah. He's held in prisoner, executed at the Dachau concentration camp. I bet they loved him there, though. Imagine being in there and you go, this guy tried to fucking kill me. Yeah, it'd be like going to prison for killing a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you would be trying to kill a cop. Yeah, everyone would be like, you're a fuck. You're the fucking man. Mm. Um, But imagine what could have been saved had had that have gone, yeah, had that have worked. But also they kept him till 1945, which is strange. Fucking hell. Really? Mm -hmm. I think he was probably tortured and stuff. Well, it's like, you know, um, <clears throat> Khalid Sheikh Mohammed mm. is still, anyone who doesn't know. In Guantanamo. The architect of um, 9-11. He's still in Guantanamo Bay. Alleged architect? No, he is. But he's not been allowed to see a lawyer in a decade. He's been there since 2002. <laughs> the things they've done to that man. <laughs> like, he probably thinks he's Britney Spears. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's been made to do things that no one should ever do. 
Like, like billionaires probably go and pay to go and punch him in the dick and stuff. I like that you went. In this episode, there's been such a. You're like, you've went from pro fascism <laughs> to anti nationalism <laughs> to anti immigration <laughs> to anti torturing of detainees yeah. in Guantanamo. <laughs> By the car. <laughs> I don't know what I think. No, I just, I think, I'm, I'm just saying that's probably why George Elsa wasn't killed instantly. Yeah, they wanted to have him. He had a it was time. not nice. And what did he do for a living? Um, I'll just check him out, actually. He wrote, like, anti-trans <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> He's a German worker who just, the assassinations, I think, was his big, big moment. I think he had, like, a side hose. He wasn't selling CDs <laughs> and the bombing as well. I like uh, Red's like imagination. Like if if he if he was a billionaire and had money, I wouldn't buy a Ferrari. I'd pay the American government to go and assault detained terrorists. Yeah, 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 yeah. But surely Trump must have gone out and just given him a knuckle sandwich. You, know what I mean? <laughs> you, like, think, you <laughs> think Trump flew to Guantanamo and punched Khalid Sheikh Mohammed in the face? A hundred percent. Go, yeah, boom. You know, <clears throat> yeah. He worked with his dad. His dad was a drunk. Um. Mm, yeah, not much really. He's a carpenter, like Jesus. <gasps> left-leaning member of the left-leaning Federation of Woodworkers Union. Oh, he's also the Red Front Fighters Association. He, he voted communist. End of that. No, sorry. <laughs> Delete <laughs> all of that, Jody. You think you hate him now because he was a communist? <laughs> Get rid. George Elsa will not be featuring on this podcast. But Red, you've said so many things that may, would make people think you're a communist. Like... I just want a Ferrari, Bobby. That's all I want. Okay. I don't care who's in charge. Just get me a Ferrari. Okay. Bobby, you won't have... Uh, you probably know nothing about this because you don't, don't really care about women's history whatsoever. In fact, I think you always try and frame the man as being... But pioneering US aviator Amelia Earhart is officially declared dead 18 months after her disappearance. Yeah, I, uh, do you know who Amelia Earhart is, though? Yeah. Who? She was a pilot. Aviation. <laughs> a- a- <US>. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was the one piece of research I added to the document. <laughs> and now you're claiming like it was your own. So you did that. I didn't. I was too busy. Yeah, Amelia Earhart was trying to fly around the world. <laughs> she disappeared. It was a great mystery as to why she disappeared. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she actually, um, well... This is more rumor than speculation, but there's rumors that she flew to Germany and was Hitler's personal pilot. <laughs> Such bullshit. And then rather than <laughs> rather than announcing that, that was too embarrassing for the West because she had been like their beacon of hope flying around the world. She's a, a woman, mm-hmm. apparently, and um, an alleged woman. And so rather than admitting that she was now Hitler's personal pilot and concubine... They they declared her dead because she was dead to them. Yeah, she's dead to me. Yeah, yeah. After what she did, and you know what, she was a hell of a pilot. So every time he flew, he had a smooth, like a pretty smooth journey. Well, it's a great way to go missing if you want to, just because you go look. I was trying to fly, and no one saw because the ocean's so big. You know, there's a way. It's like Tiger King's lady, uh, Carol Baskin, claims he sort of crashed his plane somewhere. Because people do... But again, she... So if uh, you commit a big crime, and then you don't want to face consequences, mm. just say to the police, look, 
I will go to jail, but let me fly around the world once. She was flying Himmler around, goring. Well, she might have family that are still alive, Bobby. And she's got a blue name, so we should show her some more respect. <laughs> blue name. <laughs> Someone's name's in blue? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a, fa- a fallen officer. <laughs> yeah. Quickly, I had a good idea the other day. I was listening to a mafia podcast. Okay. And you know when they get caught? They'll go, if you snitch on him, you'll get a lesser sentence. Yeah. And so everyone does that. What if, and I don't know if we have any mob people listening, but this is a good idea. When you get arrested, you all make a deal that you'll snitch on each other for time less, for less time. They, they, never, they only take one person snitching. They don't let mm. everyone snitch. So you've got to be the first to snitch. You've got to get there first. Because I was listening, the boss snitched on all his underlings for murders he'd made them commit. I like that. And then they were all in jail. He did eight years. I really like that. Yeah, he died at home at 90. Mm. Very interesting. Wow, I think that's, that's us. That's 1939. Comprehensive, I think that was. I don't think you need any more information on 1939. <laughs> in fact, this is all you need. Yeah, guys. Uh, yeah, go write your exams now. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. We've covered it. Thank you to our super genius patrons, Matthew, Christopher, Anybody who hasn't signed up Spencer. to a patron. Oh, yeah. We love you, Spencer. Thank you, Spencer. Yeah, anyone who hasn't signed up to Patreon, we do bonus footage, um, footage, audio footage. But it's not even audio. I don't want to sing footage. We, we do, do an extra episode every week. We do you like this episode. episode, there's another episode. But with more juicy stuff. So And it helps us support the pod. So and thank more you. personal Three pounds details. a month. Bye. That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody, And also I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller for our intro music and song. It's, uh, it's very catchy. It's very nice. I'm sure you'll enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks for Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller. Josh Weller. Follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of The Year Is. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.